everybody. Welcome. Welcome to the genre of your life podcast. Uh, episode number 13. Lucky number 13. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Doug Jones, one of the hosts and creators of genre of your life. With me, as always, is my esteemed colleague, co-host, Mr. Joel Kindelin. How are you, sir? I'm good. And also, don't forget, also co-founder as well. <laughs> co-founder as well. Co-creator as yes. well the show. Uh, co-creator. Co-creator yes, of the show. Me, you, and Nick are all Nick. co-creators. Yes. Co-creators. Of course, co-creator of the show. Um, as you guys probably heard, just... just Joel and I, beautiful voice tonight. Uh, Nick's off recording. I think he's not recording. I think he's filming a short film or a commercial tonight, so he'll be missing out, unfortunately, this week. But he'll be back mm-hmm. next week as usual. Um, little housekeeping as normal. Um, follow the show. You can find the show on Instagram at Midway Avenue Productions. Uh, also find the show on uh, TikTok. Also at at Midway Avenue Productions. And don't forget, we have a website. Uh, www.midwayavenueproductions.com um, and on YouTube, I'm trying to grow the YouTube as well, a little bit long, uh, with more with more reviews and uh, theater reactions. So, YouTube.com/slash/backslash/midwayavenueproductions. Um, and as always, guys, you know uh, your support means the world to us. Yeah, you know, we're growing the show more and more every week. Um, if, if you can leave a rating and review and follow and uh, follow us on your favorite pl- on your favorite podcast platform, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, you know, we also we just launched us we we just launched on Google Podcasts last this past week actually, so that's pretty big for us. So follow Peace. us on there. Woohoo! Leave, leave us a nice review if you if you like if you like <laughs> um, as well as a uh, uh, nice rating. And uh, hit that follow button on your favorite podcast platform because. Uh, that helps us and the show tremendously. So we thank you for your support. All right. So the main this week's episode, you know, not so much coming out this week with movies. I mean, Super Mario came out, but we're not. We haven't seen that. We're not going to be talking about that. Um, so this week's show is dedicated to reboots, reboots, and reboots. All about the reboots. And yes, boy, oh boy, Joe, you know, well, that's man, just we, the we start of it for real. We we just. We've seen, I mean, I, we, in, our, in our existence, existence of our lives, we've seen so, we've seen so many reboots. So many reboots. It's and not even funny. why? Why? <laughs> I feel <laughs> I like Hollywood. You, why? <laughs> you know, like, me and you have always talked about that Hollywood has truly lost its creativity, you know? And I think that's due from the lack of expansion. Mm-hmm. You know, because here's the thing. I love the celebrities that we have, the actors and directors. I love them very much so, but they are yeah. still the same people we grew up with. You know, like when my parents were growing up, they had a bunch of different actors and they had their young actors who are today, like now the like, you know, our older generation of actors or, you know, the adults, the people, you know, we, we watch to this day, you know, Stallone, Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, uh, you know, and, you know, Brad Pitt, Angelia Jolie, they're all mm. fantastic, but the variety of young actors that we do have are all people that are the the majority of the people in our generation who are in their 20s who are actors mm-hmm. you know um they are kids of famous celebrities at this point yep. and also f- uh people that have been in the acting career like disney and everything they've been in the the business for a while now so then it's not fresh anymore 
No, it's all the same people. You know what I mean? Or just act like we're we're waiting for new actors. Uh, we're waiting for new directors. We're waiting for new writers, producers. We're waiting for new. We're waiting for new, and sadly, because we have this old, we're seeing the same things over and over and over again because they ran out of ideas. A lot of the directors now, they they do have their creative ideas, but the ones that are, you know, rebooting things, like with the companies and everything, is are the same directors. Like they're, they're, it's getting boring. It's getting very, very yeah. boring. And, and it's killing me because it's just like, man, you're so creative what happened and i don't want to fully blame the directors too because it's also the production company you know production the producers and the production company you know not having faith within their directors or just you know wanting to do something because familiarity is popular yeah to a point and that's like off of when they do when they test when they do test stuff or like what's what's streaming the best now on this on this network or what's streaming the best on Netflix whatever and that and to your point Joe I think to your point exactly is that look at the original content that we have today in like movies too or even shows it sucks but no what I mean it's a, it sucks because I think a good majority of those goes unseen like once in a while mm. we have a good thing. We'll have a good, we'll have a good like original show or original this Vikings, whatever. But Peaky Blinders, yep. yeah, those are yep. great. Again, I think uh, Stranger Things was original when it came out. Yes, it was nostalgic, oh, but it was a ri- it was a ri- original IP when it came out. And now it was it, it was original, but it was yeah. nostalgic because of the um, 80s. the retroness, you know, eighties, yeah. uh, you know, going towards the nineties and everything. So yeah, mm-hmm. and I do feel like we're. And, you know, and this is something that I really do. I try, you know, even I think we both agree on this. Even if an original movie does not work for us, we, you and I both say, what? Well, at least they try something new. At least they went for it. At least they went yeah. for it. You know, at this, it's, it, at least they went for it. And I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of original movies in the past year, which has been, again, I'm really happy about that. I'm like, wow, I, 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 you know, I applaud the originality. They went for it, but it didn't work for me. But I will still give them props for being original. It's, but there are, t- there are t- it's, it's rare, but I think we are seeing more. I mean, I mean, again, look at um, the Oscars this year. I mean, I know I'm kind of removed from the Oscars this year as interested, but I'm happy that an original it. movie, I'm happy an original movie one best picture like i'm happy about that it you know everything everywhere all at once you know i wasn't again i'm gonna get hate for this i, I wasn't the, it. i wasn't the biggest fan of that movie because i was kind of i saw i saw months after it came out i was kind of multiverse out with spider-man and dr strange and people were really overhyping this movie for me and i'm like oh it was i thought it was really it was very well made i think acting acting that movie was phenomenal with michelle yo jimmy lee curtis uh kihu kwan i think he just stole the show for me it's it's refre- it was refreshing to see an original movie win for once. Um, even though it didn't work for me personally, I still think it was very well made. It was well directed. It was well. It was. It had a good production value for an independent movie, and I'm glad it won best pic- won best picture. But again, that's a very rare rare occasion when you see a movie like that really kind of like you know uh, shoot shoot for the stars, you know, or you know shoot for originality and. A lot of times, you know, a lot of these movies are a lot of these original movies are are released, and you know, they're just there's no marketing behind them, there's no marketing behind them, or they're put on you know the next streaming service, and they're not talked about because like well no, well, no one saw this or no one's talking about it, and I 
I have thoughts on that uh, to a bigger level, but an example I, I have, I think I mentioned before on the show, was a movie called Barbarian. I think this movie uh-huh. is brilliant. This movie was brilliant. You're, you're going to hate me. No, 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 no. I, I won't spoil it. Don't worry. I won't spoil it. I won't spoil it. I promise. I, I, promise. I still haven't seen it. I've been dragging on that shit. I have uh, heard it's good. I don't like it's, it's not so like I good, don't want to watch it. I felt like I you just have to have like like for me, I just don't have that like focus. Like I like earlier, I was watching anime and you know me. I watch it with subtitles, not like because yeah. I watch it with the original language. I can't do English dub anymore. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like you, no, know, it's, you gotta watch it with the original, you know what I'm saying? Because it was English. I love voice actors. I really do. I respect them. A lot of English voice actors are not Best. Yeah. Anyways, I was watching it, right? I was watching some of and I was also on my phone. I was like, shit, you gotta look up. And then kept going <laughs> back to my phone. So I was like, man, I really am not having like the greatest like focus. So like, yeah, no, it's been difficult. So eventually <laughs> I'll watch it. But you continue, no. man. Continue. No, no, it, I think you're gonna like it. But that's an example to me. And this is something that I will say I have an, I do have an issue with what I'm noticing more as like a, as a as a movie fan is that Barbarian to me had again to me I think there was there was literally there was no marketing what I saw originally there was no marketing for this movie a lot and I'll explain why down the road but like there was no marketing for this movie and I, I remember I was with Zeta we we're driving somewhere and we're somewhere this, we're near some kind of theater and um, I saw this huge huge poster for a thing called Barbarian I'm like. What the hell is this? It was it was next to like I don't know like a big other poster for maybe I don't know Halloween whatever whatever came out you know, a few months ago. I said what movie is this? I ain't even heard of it. And the next day, me and Zayn went to see a movie together. I saw a trailer for it, my first trailer. And I'm like, oh, I heard this movie's been marketed for months, and I'm like, I haven't seen this whatsoever. I'm like, how how well has this been marketed? And I'm like, wait a second. And I saw who was making it. And I was like, of course. And I was like, uh oh. And it was 20th Century Studios, who now is owned by Disney. And I know you have your gripe with Disney. We won't get back. We won't get into it that much. But <laughs> we'll get much. But as, as we do. But I said, wait a second. Here, here's an example. I think we're seeing a trend now of. I don't want to. This isn't playing, you know, a witch hunt or like blend the finger. But you got to have faith in these little movies that could because if you, I think if you market it correctly and word of mouth spreads like Barbarian did. That's awesome because I feel like Barbarian really did not have a. Fa- it was number one in the box office opening weekend, but it was a very low opening weekend. But it was also a very low budget movie with like three point five, four million dollar budget movie, and it did wonders. It did really wonders. I mean, I talked about that everyone I talked about talking to you, my family, my friends, everyone I, I talked about. Guess see this movie. It's, it's, it's amazing, but at the same time, the movie was pulled out early. I was like, wait, why is it being pulled early? This was a great movie, and then I'm seeing something like. Oh, we're not we're not giving it a full again. And the, for to our listeners, I'm also a big physical media collector. I still am to this very day. 4K, Blu-ray, Steelbooks, everything, vinyls. And there was no there was no Blu-ray release, and everyone was like, "What? What the hell?" And I'm like, "Yeah, wait a second. Like this movie did had a phenomenal critic reviews, great audience reception. It did really well for a low budget movie of a caliber of a quote unquote studio behind it." And they just kind of like buried it. Like, oh, it didn't do too well in our eyes. We're going to bury it and not give a DVD, a DVD release. And I'm like, but you, you weren't hearing your fans. Like, that's kind of that's bullshit if you're going to... You didn't give this movie a fair chance to begin with. And you, call, you called it a loss in the beginning. That's what I have a problem with, with a lot of new 
production companies or studios where I'm like, listen, I, I respect what you guys do. It's, it's hard to it's hard to make a good movie. It's hard to make a movie in general. Or make a good movie is the second thing, but you got to have faith at sometimes. And I do think that we're in this age now where original movies, unless you're a Jordan Peele or a Christopher Nolan or a Tarantino, it's hard because I think I think you and I both agree on this too. Is that A24 is doing a phenomenal job with original content now with their movies? Oh Low yeah, budget. because they have faith in their fucking directors and writers, man. Well, the problem, and I was talking about this earlier, where it's like the problem with uh, production companies and producers is that they have no faith in directors. So a lot of times they take away the power from the directors, and the directors are like, "This movie is not what I want it to be. I don't." I don't think it's going to be good. And then they're having issues and the director's still trying to do what he wants. But for some reason, you know, even though he's a writer, he, they're the director or whatever, like the production company will take all that power and be like, mm, you're not doing what we want. This isn't how we see this movie. When in reality is like, it's not your vision production. Your, your, your vision is trying to make money at this point and you're taking away you're you're really fucking yourself like there's so many production companies that have lost money because they've taken power away from the directors or they mm-hmm. they fired the director and then hired someone else that'll suck their dick you know like like i'm not gonna sugarcoat it. like disney loves people who suck their dick like they just they're they're yeah, fucking this is, this fantastic Joel, they've never been racist <laughs> i fucking i don't give a fuck like i'm gonna be brutally <laughs> honest i don't care all right disney is bullshit but there's also like warner brothers have lost their edge as well because they've taken away power and like a lot of other companies and it's like dude you can't do this like they're like oh my god we're losing money this movie was a bad idea well in reality it's like the only issue was you guys, the production company, because you guys took away the power. You guys changed the writing. You guys went with a shit fucking, you know, editor for the fucking movie. You know what I mean? Or shit CGI with like Justice League. God, dude, that was horrible. That, that was and just then, a and mess. And then, and then, motherfucker came in and was like, "Here's what I wanted," and did it better. And they're like we didn't like it still and we're not gonna do a second one because they had no faith in him they had no faith which is it's like insanity because it's just like dude this fucking director's edition like showed you guys how fucking stupid you are and how much money you could have fucking made with just his idea his original plan and you guys took that away from him you guys made shit cgi and he did better and you guys still wanted not to swallow your fucking pride and to to be like maybe well we fucked up there's a lot of movies that had that issue. You know what I mean? One of your fucking favorites, Doug, and you talk about this religiously, is well, Suicide episode, Squad. Yeah. Suicide yep. Squad. Fucking you, yep. dude, the script, you loved it, but they took that away. Like, it, it's bad. They were there, man. It wasn't given a fair chance. It wasn't given a fair chance. And, like, there's other movies where, like, production didn't want to work on certain things like like with 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 uh you know lucas uh films they canceled a lot of films and shows or just decided not to do certain shows and the fans are like why aren't you doing these why do we have this 
Like, no offense. Like, I love The Mandalorian. I love The Bad Batch. I love, I love Clone Wars. Like, those were great shows. Star Wars, Rebels, that was great as well. There's another show where it's just like, this is a kid show. Like, there's a lot of things where it's like, like, fans are like, why aren't we having these? And the, their company is just like, no, eh, we don't want to do it. Where yeah. it's like, you have this lore, you have this, where it's not based around Skywalkers. You know, it's about the clone troopers or, or you know, other Jedis or, or other other you know factions within the universe like or the sith yep. like fuck like the fans want it uh, another one was uh which sadly became popular this past year in 2022 which is mind-blowing to me because me you grew up watching it and we talked about it when we were younger which is fucking treasure planet yeah, man. We talked about the, I think our second episode of the show, or maybe a third episode with Nick, and we're talking and about like how that sh- they didn't believe in that movie whatsoever. They had no faith in that movie whatsoever at they, all. And that movie, they didn't they didn't market it well, but it's nope. still like it still did good numbers, and yep. and also uh, they wanted to make a second one, and the guys of production was like, no, absolutely not, and now they're. You know, and now people are just like, you're fucking idiots. We wanted a second one. We we loved the first one. It's a childhood movie that I loved growing up watching. You know what I mean? So production not having any faith in the creativity, the people who bring in the money, the the creative people, it, it fucks them over. It fucks the fans over. It fucks the creativity over and just ruins the, the inspiration of like, of you know, like people are getting so sick of streaming because they can see everything, but they're like looking for new stuff. Like it's like guys, it's like people looking for porn. You know, on Pornhub, like you're on like the like hundredth fifty page, you're trying to see something good, something new, or something like ah, uh, you know what I mean? Where it's like, dude, hey, this, hey, this through- is a family show, man. We what, what you mean? But kidding, family friendly, draw what the fuck. <laughs> Um, but so you know, I mean, look, it was like, yeah, but now it's just you know, not like, but I'm talking about shows and movies where it's just like, dude, it's nothing good. Like, I'm going foreign stuff, like, man, look at what like watching, like, like, dude, I love Asian culture because they're so creative with their shows, like, even their K dramas are good, like, it's cheesy because you know, drama. You know, and I get I I get real bad secondhand embarrassment where it's just like I, <laughs> I do too. It, walk away. I can't <laughs> I do, do this, dude. Like I don't know how you're doing this, right? So, so but they do. They have really good shows, and you talked. You've heard me and my love for like you know certain Asian films, like The Man from Nowhere. Mm-hmm. I saw the devil. I talk old about boy. those. Uh, old boy, the original, not the. No, American no, no, edition, no, no, which we'll get into eventually, uh, oh, and like, God. and and like a lot, of, you know, they do really well. Like I've been watching foreign films, I've been watching foreign shows, and uh, you know, anime and stuff like that. So yeah, that's what I've been on recently. But you know, American shows, I really don't have a lot of interest in. Well, yeah, dude, and that's something that like I really. I mean, this year alone, I mean, try to think of what come out. I mean, no, because Knock at the Cabin was a book based on a book, and that was really good. Um, that was so good, bro. Oh, my God. I'm trying to think right now. I mean, it's 
I do feel like we're still in that transition transition period that we're going to get a lot of more original stuff down the line. I mean, yeah, we got like we got Chris, I mean, that's Oppenheimer, but we got we, we do got a lot of stuff coming down. I think the pipeline this year, but I think 2024, we're gonna have a lot Dungeons of Dungeons like, and Dragons. Heard that did pretty decent. Yeah, but that's based on an IP uh, on a game. Like I feel like it's still based on it's still based on a game to a degree, so it still has like pre existing IP. So I, I well, do. Here's the thing about Dungeons and Dragons, where yeah. where I'll say it's original because you can say it's based on a game, but the game in of itself is whatever the the so the players and the DM create the story. Right, right. So it so every so every Dungeons and Dragons game is very original. Even like the ones in Stranger Things, that was their original yeah. thing where they created themselves, and that's their original like sort of story the players and everything like so again it's all very it's original from from the aspect like what the dm wants to do so you know like if two dms want to create like a star wars uh like a campaign they're probably going to do it differently with differences and like their own create creative creatures and you know, like lore and everything so it really goes within deep so that's why for me it's it's original. Yeah, because they're that. They, yeah, I mean, to, yeah, I, I, to, I, I can see both sides because they took it. They took their own idea within the lore. So yes, it is original to a degree. But when it says based off the best, when the trailer says based based off the best selling game, it's just like or best world played game. I'm like, ah, you're, you're using the you're using the IP to like drag people in. But I will give you credit though. I, I agree with you though that that's, they they took their own lore within the world of D and D. So I'll give them that. I'll give them that hundred percent because they definitely they for sure brought something. Yeah, I heard, I, all people at work said they loved it so much. So I'm hearing good things about it. And it was the kid from uh, Freaks and Geeks who was doing the movie who, <laughs> who was like had a crazy career as a writer. He wrote you know he wrote horrible bosses. He wrote. Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Which you, one? Um, no, right, the one with the glasses or the brother? Uh, the brother, the main brother. Yeah, that he. he uh, both of them have had such crazy careers. Crazy the, game game with the glasses <laughs> was in. Uh, uh, was it uh, Tulsa uh, King? Yeah, dude, Martin Starr, man. It's funny. Martin Starr was also in Spider-Man: Homecoming trilogy. He played the he played the teacher. So like, it's cool that I see those yeah. still boys. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the brother from Freaks and Geeks. Uh, uh, again, he after Dungeon, after Freaking Geeks, he did a few acting stuff. Then he wrote stuff like Horrible Bosses and uh, Spider Man Homecoming and Vacation Friends and uh, um, what else? Oh, Game Night, which I, I think Game Night's super underrated, super underrated, underrated movie is Game Night. And yeah, that was all I him. Still so finish that. it's good. It's it's fun. You want again another original movie? Original it, movie. Fully. Original movie that I feel like had a great cast, but again, it just it wasn't. Again, it just people caught it later on. And it just kind of came and went, which unfortunately, again, but original rated R comedy. Excuse me, original rated R comedy that didn't get great reviews, but didn't do well because no one was interested. Again, that's the problem. It's like we're. I feel like we're so like we're audiences now are just so like they're just they're so used to the 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 they're comfortable with like the usual. They're not really. They are willing to try, I think, original stuff here and there, but I think they're I think audiences are kind of just like fearful of going something new and fearful that it's gonna turn out bad. But and again, unfortunately for Game Nights, unfortunately, I mean, yeah, people love that movie now, but when it came out, it made like less than twenty mil opening weekend. It was wasn't a good word yeah. of mouth. I remember seeing it with my parents a week or two later, and there was no one in the theater. Like there was no one but us. And I said, uh oh. And 
that was a that was a weird year of original original comedies that really that no one saw. I mean, look, I mean, unfortunately, Tag didn't do too well after. I mean, it was, which is sad because that was sad, such dude. a great fucking movie. Me and um, you loved that shit. We were dying. We were dying, dude. I remember you saw a screening with the boys. I saw a screening and with now Julia TikTok Malone. blew it up, so now it's everyone's watching it's it now. Become popular, but me and you saw it in theaters. Like we had faith because it looked yeah, really dude. good. And I, I'm I, not trying to give hate to TikTok, but I'm also being like, you fucking bandwagon hopping bitches. <laughs> where were y'all? Where were y'all opening weekend? Like, where were you opening weekend? I mean, to be fair, we weren't the other week. We saw, we saw the early screening, but, yeah. <laughs> but to our defense. But I remember seeing again with my dad, and it gave me a week after opening weekend, and we saw, you know, the local theater nearby, which is a pretty popular theater. It was me and my dad, and maybe two other people in the theater. I said, oof. I said, yikes. Or even um, Blockers do the same year. It was a great year of comedies. We had that three big studio comedies. hilarious. So, bro, again, you had Game Night, which was hilarious. You had Blockers in the middle, and then you had Tag. You had three great film, again, original comedy movies. No one, dude, no one saw. Like, there was such good word of mouth for all these three movies. I think Tag had an okay review, but didn't matter but these had really good word of mouth from the fans like oh this movie's really funny it's fun to see original comedy again no one saw them like no one saw them again remember sebastian didn't see blockers or game until i showed it we showed him blockers when when y'all visited me a few years ago in arizona yeah and it's just like it's just like those original it's sad because i do think original comedies are meant to be in the theaters when you watch them on netflix it is it isn't the same it isn't the same um um, oh, even Popstar, dude. Pop, when we saw Popstar when it came out, no one saw Popstar but us. Only oh we saw God. that. Yeah, and that shit was funny, too. Again, another original comedy. Again, this was 2016. I remember we, you, me, Ismar, and TJ went to go see it on a, on, a, on a Friday or whatever, and there was no one in the theater. And I said, damn. I said, really? It's like, it had great marketing. It had great reviews. People, word of mouth was like amazing. And we all went to go see it opening weekend. And there was nobody. And there was, I mean, there was no, and there was nobody in that in that theater. I said, "Well, that sucks." And but it's a trend now. That that was six years ago, seven years ago. Now we're still seeing that. Like it's again. I do I do applaud streaming in this for a degree that they're giving people chances for original content at home mm-hmm. on on Amazon on Prime on Netflix on Hulu on HBO whatever. And I su- I support all that hundred percent. But it is sad because. Those could have been movies or experiences in the theater, which really, I think that would even have been better for people to watch. Oh, I want to see this movie in theaters. That would have been great. And I know COVID, COVID caused a lot of that too. I can't blame that whatsoever. COVID, people needed to put out content on their streaming services to mm-hmm. people think entertained. And I, I support that 100%. I, I really do. I think that was, they had, they had to do what's best for the business and for put out content. I, I support that. But we're kind of we're now we know we're we still we're still seeing COVID you know people here and there and people still getting it but we're we have I think we put the worst of it behind us oh, you know knock, knock on wood oh yeah um, <laughs> knock on wood uh, behind us but at the same time I do feel like I I'm really hoping that we're going to see maybe end of maybe middle you know we're already almost mid of almost mid 20, 2023 like I hope we're going to see more of an influx of more original films the rest of this year and I think 2024 we're going to see a huge comeback. Uh, original films coming back to the big screen and people enjoying it and I hope the marketing gets better too again and to your point yes TikTok is definitely a big a big boost when it comes to marketing for shows that, or people like I, I just saw this movie or like or I just saw this whatever or you see an ad for it or people like I just, I just watched the movie last night whatever and I hope that and that's definitely a good 
way of marketing a movie without do, without hiring anybody. I mean, people yes, there are there are partners between the studios and people on TikTok. That's what TikTok is. But I really do hope we're going to see more of a influx of original films. And again, I support A twenty four doing more stuff like that too because A twenty four has no problem taking risks on original movies, even though their returns might not, might not be the best in box office. But hey, they're proud of the work they put in because A twenty four came a long way from doing fucking spring breakers which is a trash ass movie oh god dude don't even fucking remind me oh god okay, i don't even know they, why people enjoyed that shit wait but joe can we right, but for our listeners this is what we haven't told them on the air yet we had to tell them when we saw spring breakers back in <laughs> we we're in high school we're in high school and we should have seen a place uh place beyond the uh, place beyond the pines that's what we should have seen and we saw Such spring breakers because so my work is of our horny ex-friends <laughs> who did, just wanted to see girls, you know, because we, we got no bitches back in the day. We got none. I am not going to lie. We are lame as fuck. We got no bitches, right? We're, right? So, so our horny ass friends were like, no, we want to go see Spoon Breakers. It looks like a great movie. In reality, they just wanted to see Selena Gomez and all yeah, those great reviews too. bikinis and stuff, which is mind-blowing because it's a shit fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that in Chirac or shit, dude. Anyways. Oh, my God. Anyways, we went to go see it, and we're watching it. I was like, all right, so, you know, sp- you know, they're spring break. They're partying, whatever. Selena Gomez gets scared. She leaves, right? <laughs> Little did we know that as soon as she left, the movie just got out of hand. It got weird. It got shit. <laughs> we're like, oh, okay, so Leo was just leaving. What the fuck? And then it just got horrible. <laughs> like, it got so bad. Essentially, with <laughs> James Franco, dude. Oh, my God, dude. That man. God, dude. <laughs> that, that character. <laughs> that was so bad. We were, we were watching this and we were like, what the fuck is going on? There he was sucking guns like dicks. It was weird. It was just weird. It was like no hate to people. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But like for us, it's like all straight guys. We were just like, this is awkward. <laughs> it's not, Dude, it, was, it's not, it was just weird, bro. Good. It was like there was there was no music behind this scene. It was just him doing him performing yeah on guns and like ever people laughing were like what the fuck are we watching and i'm like and we were like yeah what are we watching and it it was just that theater was packed too we kept kept making the joke like we 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 kept watching because you know we're not gonna leave uh and we kept just like saying like man i really miss the (laughs) yeah man we're like looking at our phones like wow this movie's still going on and Oh, and we're watching that, dude, and, that and, and, and Gucci Mane, and like Gucci Mane appears, and we're baby like, hungry. <laughs> it's just my baby needs food, needs clothes. Big pile, feed, sell weed that's on your desk, <laughs> motherfucker. No, the, the big oh, pile of and weed. Then a whole a, a a compound, a compound of gangsters <laughs> got murked by two white bitches <laughs> that just picked up the gun from the first time never and reloaded 
Never reloaded. Oh, you never reloaded, by the way. James Franco character died as soon as he got off the boat, talking a lot of shit. <laughs> talking a lot of shit before he hopped off the boat, being like, gotta kill my friend. <laughs> and then got off the boat and <laughs> immediately died. Which, by the way, we didn't know he died. <laughs> like, where'd he go? <laughs> He thought he like ducked or something because he got scared. No, he just died. And then they stole his car. They stole Zambo. It was like, I gotta go home. <sighs> After they killed a shit ton of people. Like it was just a Never bad movie overall. There was no extended mags. It was they I remember I still remember this pretty well. He's down. It's like wow, it was like 10 years ago. I remember the movie ended and the movie just ended. It fades to black. It's silent, right? All I hear is Joel, who's like a few seats down from me. Joel goes what the hell was that? The entire <laughs> theater started laughing, dude. The entire theater started laughing. We were all cracking up laughing. We were like, what did we just watch? And we were like, we were like dude. We're, I remember at the end, our, our, some of our ex-friends were like, man, like, why, why did we go see this movie? Y'all wanted to go see it. We, we were outnumbered. We were we outvoted again. to go see A Place Beyond the Pines, Mines. which took you a long time to watch, by the way. I saw that, that shit, the, and I loved that it's film. It's the ongoing joke of the show. I, I, that took me forever to watch that movie. <laughs> it's fine. Never, right. There's still movies I haven't seen. Um, but, yeah, again, that's, again, so anyway, back to part of the thing. Yes, A24 has gone a long way since that movie to stuff like... Um, Midsummer, Arcut Gems, Good Time, Lighthouse, uh, Lighthouse exactly. Like, Which I still haven't seen. Also, a weird movie. Also, a weird movie, but Very not in the weird. way. Not, not in the way, way Spring Breakers. Spring Breakers. Yeah, no, not at all. Not not at all. Um, so it, it's I do support a twenty four doing that. But anyway, so yeah, back to our original topic of the show: reboots. We've seen so many reboots, man. I mean, I think we're still seeing so many reboots, but I do feel like. There's been some really, really good ones, like mm-hmm. really, really good ones. But we see some ones that have been really, really sh- like this shit, like really bad. <laughs> We're like, well, shit. and I'm going to like I, I had some of my mind when I was you know prepping the show today. Here's some examples I think that are very good ones. I think you may agree with me on this. Here we go. I think the best reboot, in my opinion, is J.J. Abrams' first Star Trek. That is a great reboot. That is a great mm-hmm. reboot. Um, mm-hmm. I don't, do you feel the same way about that original one the way I do? I It's up there. It's definitely yeah. up there. For me, personally, the reboots, mm-hmm. the reboot that did the best was Star Trek. Oh, you mean Star Wars? Star Trek. That's why I said Star Trek. <laughs> you said... Didn't you just say Star Wars? No, Star Trek. Oh, that misheard you. I thought you said Star Wars, the first episode. I Star Trek, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Star Trek, yeah. Star Trek, yeah. The yeah, best. Sorry. I, 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 I heard Star Wars. I thought you said Star Wars because we're talking I about that. If, if I did, I apologize. But I swear I thought Star Wars. If I heard wrong, then I apologize. <laughs> so <laughs> The fans are like, what the fuck is going on? It was Star Trek. Trek Both of us can't oh, agree. Dude. Yeah. Oh, God, dude. Both just, of them were like, really good. So good. Third one's okay, but it wasn't JJ was involved in that I one. Watch it the third one. It's fu- it's it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's it's fine. It's it's good. It, it's so it's so enjoyable. But they kind of wasted its steam. Yes, it kind of it kind of wasted Idris Elba Idris as Alba. the villain. As the mm. villain, 
And also, yeah. it was sad seeing uh, Anton Yelchin one last time before. It was, you know, this was right after he passed away, like a month after he passed mm. away. So I remember, like, it was still fresh in our in our heads. We're like, oh yeah, when he passed, and there's his last movie, um, which which sucks, yeah. but you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm trying to think of okay, I'm going to get a good one. I do feel like you no, know, I, I think both Spider-Man reboots were great. I think Andrew was good. Spider-Man was a good reboot then, and I think Tom Holland's reboot was great too. So I think Spider-Man's been kind of like the. Yeah. The kind of the poster child for like two successful reboots back to back, and they they brought them all back, to, brought the boys together now in the last one. So like they kind of they kind of struck gold with that. So you know I I give them that that they're kind of like leading the game of reboots. Um, ooh, I will say actually, you know what? Planet of the Apes was a really good reboot, the most recent one. Not not Mark Wahlberg bullshit. That shit was awful. But the <laughs> first one, yeah. one, no, that was, was terrible. That Mark Wahlberg. One? No, no, no. The first one was James Franco. Oh yeah, that was a really good one. They got better with each movie. They got better with each movie. Well, no, oh no, yeah, remember, they did. Remember, remember, no, it was like twenty years ago. They tried to reboot it with Tim Burton when it was going to do uh, Apes, and Mark Wahlberg was in it. That movie is off. <laughs> movie is garbage. It's based it, off the very like the original Plans of the Apes, right? The the Mark Wahlberg one was yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I so I didn't watch that one. It's awful, dude. It's it's really it's it's probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life, and I'm like, ugh. Um, yeah, this is, yeah, another it's kind of easy example is I think there were a lot of great Godzilla reboots. I, I don't think, think the one most of recent them, one. One of them was shit. I enjoyed the most recent one. Remember? No, 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 not not the not not the Godzilla versus uh, King of Monsters. Like the first one that came out like ten years ago with Brian Cranston, where we barely saw Godzilla. We remember we barely saw Godzilla. It was uh, the kid who put Kickass was in. Are you the talking lead. about twenty fourteen? Are you talking about twenty Twenty fourteen with Brian Cranston, who was in it for like two minutes. <clears throat> Kickass kick was, was in it. No, no, I, not the I one you joined was the one you saw on IMAX. No, I'm talking about before that, though. The, I think a 2004 one was a good one, right? It was the camera. It was the it was one from the camera's perspective, right? Where, like, it's the people on the ground watching. Uh, no, it's not 2004. Are you sure it was... 2014, yeah. I, remember seeing it, we, I was a sophomore in high school. You were You were a junior, and it was like... Brian Cranston, it was Aaron, it was Aaron Taylor Johnson, Elizabeth Olsen was in it, and like you you barely start Godzilla for like maybe two minutes of the entire movie. It's all it's all uh, Mothra. You're just like I, I, what I this movie sucked, and I was just like very like you like you barely like you barely saw uh, Godzilla in uh, the, the 2014 reboot. I just could I couldn't stand that movie. I was like oh. Mm. Yeah, when, okay. and when it ended, I clapped. I was like, I was like, thank God it's over. I'm like, thank God. I'm like, yes, it's over. <laughs> um, I was like, finally. But yeah, they tried rebooting that so many different times. Um, I think I like the way it was filmed. Maybe that was it. I don't remember. Wait, because got the the that one the guys I'm talking about was not filmed by like via camera. That was just, it was filmed like a traditional movie, like the like traditional filmed. Were were they on the ground? Like, were the people like looking up? Like, you hardly saw Godzilla, but it was mainly like like there's a destruction to the city, and then like people were like trying to hide and shit. 
No, not that one. No, that was this Which one was like. I swore that was a Godzilla movie. I've. What are you thinking of Cloverfield? <laughs> it's not Cloverfield because I know it was like, it was like Godzilla. A great movie. <laughs> Cloverfield's great. Yeah, no, I definitely. The first one's amazing. Yeah. No, no, the the one I'm talking maybe about. I don't know. Maybe I just dreamt it. Warner Brothers. I do feel like again, this is kind of like easy to want to say, but I do feel like Chris Nolan's Batman, you know, with Christian Bale, like that, kind of rebooted a whole Batman again, you know, because before that we had we had fucking uh, George Clooney as Batman with bat nipples, and that was just what, what was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> like. <laughs> Like they had, we had three Batmans in like less than five years in the nineties. We had Clooney. We know we had uh, Keaton one last time, then Kilmer a year after, and then Clooney maybe two years after. And you're just like, what? Like how many Batmans do we have? And then Batman was kind of dead for a while as a character. And then Chris Nolan said, I got something for y'all, and gave us Batman Begins, and gave us you know Killian Murphy as Scarecrow, and gave us Christian Bale as Batman, and then gave us fucking uh, Heath Ledger as. Uh, joke a joker so it's just like that to me is kind mm-hmm. of like the poster child of reboots um and you know what there's some other ones too i forget i will i do i will defend this movie i think you and i both will defend this movie is star wars the force awakens that to me i think yeah. you and i both agree that that's a very successful reboot of you brought back a franchise we talked that was, about it last episode i believe we did we, we did we did it brought it brought back it brought back like Star Wars. It brought back, and as we all know, eight and nine did not work out. But seven brought back the core. It brought back Star Wars to the big screen, and people will say yes. Seven, seven is too much, like four, or whatever. Yes, there's similarities to it, as we all know. But it it brought it, but it brought back Star Wars to the big screen as it's meant to be. Um, yeah. Here's some, here's some failed ones. I mean, we talk about this off the off the bat. Fantastic Four. <laughs> Fantastic Four. Shit. Uh, absolute garbage. <laughs> Don't know what the fuck that was. Uh, they had just it was so bad, <laughs> it was so bad. We were so excited too. We were so excited we to the early because we were like, everything. all right, the actors are great. Like you know, we could this would be dope. You know what I mean? I feel bad for 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 uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Jordan. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, man. Cause this is a great actor. And I was like, all right, cool. We're gonna have a black. I don't mind it. It got weird with the whole romance between him and Invisible Woman. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> his sister. I was like, dude, come on, that's your sister. I'll go fuck. <laughs> like, if you're not related, y'all are siblings. Don't make it weird. Fucking, uh, Mr. Uh, Dr. Doom. Well, the trash man, like you said. <laughs> trash man. That man. was an awful mask, by the way. The whole suit thing, like, it was just bad. It was just overall bad. How, how Mr. Fantastic, he, he was, he was in pain using his powers, which is like, I'm not fully understanding this. <laughs> like, like, I, I understand, like, what they're trying to do. It just, it yeah. did not, it did not come out well. It did no, not come no. out well. No, I didn't. Uh, didn't. Ninja Turtles. Yes, thank you. My next one was Ninja Turtles, dude. Yes, thank you. My my next one was Ninja hey. Turtles. They and then they 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 kept promoting it for the second one. I was the oh. second one turned out to worse. still be shit. <laughs> right? Remember the ori- how they originally, bro? 
those motherfuckers were deformed like Sonic. <laughs> they got, they had to change that shit. People are yeah, like, what I the did. fuck? They they had to change them the way they looked a bit, but they did not go back to the original way that they looked, which is very sad because it's like you you guys don't need to change it. Y'all could have just kept the way they looked. Like I don't understand this like. Like they're trying to be like surreal, like it's a fucking eight foot tall ninja turtle. (laughs) Turtle. (laughs) Nothing about this needs to be surreal. (laughs) And it's I remember like because you know I are like the the diehard Ninja Turtle fans of our friend group. I remember in high school watching Ninja Turtles. We still love Ninja Turtles. Go Ninja Go! Um, And I remember we were in high school and they announced this, and you and I were like, "Okay, who's producing it?" You're like, "They're like Michael Bay," and you and I were like. Uh oh, we were like, uh boy, we were like, uh oh, yeah, we, we were like, all right, it's not that bad, all right, we'll, all right, all right, that's fine. We'll, we'll watch the movie, and then we saw the trailer. We were like, what the oh. fuck? <laughs> I know. I remember we were, we were hanging out one time somewhere, and we read an article. It was like, I remember, that, remember, it was like, oh, they might be from space this time. And you and I were like, no, we were like, no, 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 no. no. That was after no. we watched the trailer too. No, I believe be- that was before. Everyone they announced it. it you know. We were, we were hanging out somewhere, I think at McDonald's or whatever, and I remember it was, reading an article. It was uh, Navy Pier McDonald's. Yeah, we were hanging out there, and it was, the article was like, oh, they're filming TMNT right now. Guess what? They're from space this time. And you and know, I were like, oh, no. We were like, no, 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 no. And we were like, oh, please, love of God, do not, do not, please do not do this to Ninja Turtles. Isn't that just Splinter still there? Yeah, he played uh, yeah, the guy who plays uh, guy, the guy from Pain and Gain also played Monk. Remember, he was the voice, Tony Shalhoub. He was uh, uh, the, the guy that they I robbed in Pain and Gain. I remember. I had him on, I actually had him on the background that I was working on something. And I had him on, they came on randomly on Amazon Prime. I had him on the background. And to, he was funny too. The stunt, the stunt choreographer of the first movie is David Leach, who did John Wick. And Bullet Train. <laughs> and Deadpool 2. I'm like, wait, David Leach did the stunts? And, and good for him, man. He could probably, probably got that check. Probably got a fat, probably got a fat check for doing that. I, 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 and I feel... One more time about again? No, Ninja Turtles with the some, okay, some cool. guys was David Leach. The guys in the suits, I did feel bad job? for them. They yeah, did dude. fantastic production. Gave no fucks for them. No. I, rem- I remember them on uh, one of the actors on a podcast and he was talking yes. about like they were filming like all day in the suits right yep. and they were like not on location like they were not at a studio they are like at a location in New York and, and they were supposed to be the first to leave and like they were sitting there for like an hour or so waiting for the ride while everyone left like they packed up the the film and everything like they packed up everything and they left and like they had to call and they're like what the fuck like the people on the other line was like what the fuck like get them a car over there like get them fuck out of there they've been in those suits all day like they the the studio didn't give a fuck about it was sad no dude no yeah it's funny that podcast was clatter live which was one of my favorite podcasts actually back in the day i just love watching that show like not in college and yeah the guy who the guy who played Raphael was alan richardson who plays the new jack reacher who's a phenomenal actor he's a great actor mm-hmm. he just uh he, he was also fat castle in blue mountain state like he's a very 
wide variety of uh, roles he's played. Like he's, he's he is a games. fucking giant, by the he's way. Huge now, bro. He's, he's huge. huge and fit. Like, dude, what he- the fuck? Him and I would love to see him and uh, fuck. I'm always so bad with names. People are probably gonna give me shit whenever they <laughs> listen to this. Uh, <laughs> fucking Creed Three, you always do. Yeah, I, 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 I'm shit with names. You know this. Creed Three. Uh, the the Jonathan Majors. There we go. Uh, both, yeah, both, both, both are huge. Dude, I would love to see them both in a film fighting each other because they're both <laughs> oh huge God, ass dude. dudes, bro. They're fit. They're dude. giant. Like, dude, fuck. I would love to or see even, them in a film going against each other. Or even uh, Drago's son in Creed too. Remember, he, he was he was a machine. Oh, dude, <laughs> that's an huge. actual boxer, by the way. I know. Yeah, man, Florian, big nasty man. That dude is ridiculous. Fucking that dude is monster, rid- bro. He looks oh like he God. eats. He looks like he goes to Subway, buys three sandwiches, tapes them together, and then eats them all at once. Like, <laughs> I know, dude. what is his workout <laughs> routine, man? Christ. Like, holy shit. Um, but yeah, you're right. That 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 interview, I remember watching it very fondly. I mean, I remember I still watch it. I watched it actually the other day just for a recap, whatever. And yeah, man, he was saying that they were. He was promised like, you know, you and the turtles are going to be front center of the marketing, everything of like the premieres, whatever, everything. You're, you're going to get a back end on the other on the other one. And yeah, Al, in, the, in the podcast, Alan Richardson said like, dude, we we were we, we, get, we were given nothing. We were given nothing. And like like you said, they they had a long day of shooting. All full tur- all guys playing turtles. They just ladies were not treated with the, the same amount as the live action people, and which kind of sucks. But to me, I think the live action actors kind of sucked. I mean, no offense to Megan Fox or Bill Arnett, but they were kind of the weakest parts of those movies. I think the turtles really were the heart and soul of those movies. That isn't saying much because it is the, 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 the turtles. Turtles. Those movies have issues for sure, but I do feel like those guys playing the turtles did a really good job of what they were given and what they were supposed to do because they really they were trying. They were giving their best. Like they were giving like their all. You can tell like you know, motion capture ain't easy. You know, you see any circus do it all the time. You see all these actors doing it, and it's yes, they're getting paid for a lot of money, but like still though, it's it's doing motion capture with a huge fake shell on your back with all this equipment on you. It's heavy, and you're in the hot summer day in New York. It you're you're busting your ass, man. It's 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 a lot. So yeah, I remember seeing that interview too, and I was just like, wow. You gotta he was move beating. fluidly too. By yeah. the way, you got yeah. you can't be like your, can't miss your mark spaceship like you're in space like you gotta move fluidly because the ninja turtles are fast so they have to yeah. move like fast and that's not easy because these suits are huge huge, huge. Dude. the fake shell on the back too that's a lot you're carrying a yeah. lot of weight just for um so that, yeah, that's team nt obviously that's why i'm kind of nervous about the seth rogan reboot coming out later this year because i'm just like you can't mess this up because you already hit you you really on you're kind of like you're kind of just like now you're you're, you're Right. Yeah, where where the original where people who love Ninja Turtles are skeptical of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we are at this point of having people make this because because has has like let's has reboots and remakes are coming out. The majority of reboots and remakes are absolute shit. Yeah, a majority There's- of them, like about eighty percent. And that's me being nice is horrible. Horrible. Yeah, you're being you're as generous to eighty percent. That's pretty. You're pretty generous with that. That's a generous eighty <laughs> percent. No, it is, dude. I'm and gonna be honest. It's lower, but I'm gonna just go with eighty. Eighty. 
No, I'm going with the 82. I feel it's just because there's not, there's not like, it's just we're seeing this. Is this, and I think like also again, I think also the point is there are there are reboots and there are remakes. There are some really good remakes. Stars Born with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. That's a great remake. Yeah. That remake. is a reboot. Um, or um, something of oh, Fright Nights. That's a great remake, not a reboot. That, that is a, a great remake. remake. That's a, yeah, that's a that great, great remake. Um, you know, there's. I think people are like, oh, remake, reboot, same thing. No, no, no. no. There's def- There are differences of. There are like there are really good remakes, and I, again, I'll something think of another one I saw recently. It was with Christian Bale and Russell Crowe. Scarface was, really, was a remake as well. Yeah, a remake, uh, yep. And um, that was great. That was a, that was great, dude. Uh, Jungle Book was a great remake. I felt like the live action yeah. one, probably the best one. Like it was a really, that was a really good. <laughs> That was really was good. Real, um, I'm trying to think right now. Like, Three times the Yuma. Thank you. That's the one. Our movie was fantastic, dude. With it for a remake, that was a great remake. That yeah. was a great remake. Um, I'm trying to think too. Other ones that like wow, I blew me away. Um, I, 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 I think it's a remake. I also, it was a I remake. figured out which Godzilla it was. I was thinking about. I think it's 1998 Godzilla. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I think that was uh, was wasn't Ferris Bueller in that movie. <laughs> I think he was uh, that one. Matthew Broderick. Yeah, yep. yep I think that was yep. the one. Matthew Broderick. Yep. Yeah, he was in that one. Yep. Broderick. Yep. Yep. That, yep. Was, that was the one. Yeah. I'm trying to think other good remake. Yeah, I think I think it was a good remake. I think it was a very 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 good oh, remake. Oh yeah, they did really well. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other good remakes. That I'm like I want like want to mention. Um, I'm not fully understanding why people are so excited for the Barbie movie, but okay. That was my mom. My mom texted me last night. She goes, what is this, dude? What is this? And I, I'm looking forward to it because I have a huge crush on Ryan Gosling. Like, like sorry, Margo. I love you too, Sam. but damn, Ryan Gosling is just, Ryan he's just Gosling a handsome. takes it. He's a he, handsome man. Now. Handsome man. And again, I don't want to, I don't want to like say too much from what I've heard from like insiders. All I'm hearing is a comparison to Truman Show. I said, ooh. Mm. I said, okay, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by that. And I'm like, all right, that's all, I, that's all I've heard from. Like, like I've heard, like, I think, oh, like Truman Show, this, no. And I'm like, oh, wink, wink. And I said, okay, I can, I can get with that. Like, I, can, I can see that. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that came out. Oh, oh wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, wait. <coughs> last time I talking about, uh, we were prepping for last night for the show. The Harry Potter reboot has been announced. Oh That's yes, a yeah. Harry Potter, Harry Potter reboot, reboot has been amount, uh, announced, and I am intrigued. Because you're more than thing. I am. Yeah, you're doubtful. I'm intrigued because it's a show this time and not a movie, which I feel like they can with uh, and they're doing what HBO Max, right? Yes, yeah, it's not, they're doing which, it. Which is why I'm also giving it more leniency than you are as well, because HBO Max has been doing pretty well with putting shows on as well. You know, we got to think about, like, <clears throat> I was skeptical uh, at first about uh, The Last of Us, and they blew right. me out the water with that, and uh, a few other shows, I believe, as well. Um, so, you know, and I feel like this time we're not going to get the lightning bolt symbol, Harry Potter. I feel like maybe they'll do what is literally written in the story. So that would be great and interesting. Uh, people are probably going <laughs> to shit on it because, you know, the 
the author of Harry Potter, which I understand that, but still, you, you, yeah, dude, you sound again. I, I salute you, my friend, because you sound really, you sound really more optimistic than I, than I am. And I heard this report last week. It's like, oh, it's no works. It's going to happen. I said, and I said, oh shit. I was just like, because I feel like they can go more in depth and and expand the lore more. You know, instead of you like could, all right, this could. few hour movie, and then you know, which could lead up to a sort of with uh, the original, with the original actor of. Harry Potter doing yeah, because I saw yeah. this AI AI like thing which is a shadow of something where basically it's them as adults. I think that'd be pretty great. So that'd be pretty interesting because they did grow up, I believe, and, and yeah, they, it, it would be great. It'll be interesting. So I'm you're, gonna <laughs> give it a chance. You're more, you're, yeah. No, I give no. Again, I think you're more you're you're more forgiving than I am right now with this because I'm I'm very like. I'm very unsure, and also because I have doubts, because I feel like they they miss they kind of they think they mishandled the Fantastic Beast movies a lot after the first well, one. The first one was great. Yeah, the first one was great. One was but great. That, that was even that was even on the that was just production because they had to change out. Jordan so Depp, actors, uh, yeah, and yeah. yeah, they had to change a few even things. Writers, yeah, that was really production. That was yeah, another example of production fucking it up. <laughs> that worries me, but you know I, I, I'm going to watch Terry Potter regardless, and you're right, I do feel like HBO Max is kind of like the gold standards for like great television series with, like you said, Last of Us and, you know, um, um, Entourage and Sopranos and True Detective, like they really have some like, they, they are the gold standard for like good production on shows because they put a lot of money and a lot of time into it, and I think the new CEO, Warner Brothers Discovery, David Zaslav has said multiple times on so many shows, or articles, he's just saying like, yeah, "No, we want to bring back Harry Potter. This is our, this is our DC and Harry Potter are our two major major franchises. Why aren't we uh, optimizing? Why aren't we, you know, taking initiative? Why, why aren't we like, no? Why aren't we using this franchise to the fullest?" And I do feel like, yes, Fantastic Beasts had issues with production prior to them going on board, so that was def- that was definitely out of their control, but. If they really do believe in Harry Potter, I just don't get else. Get number HBO Max also did Velma. That's what also kind of scared me. Cares me. I'm like, <laughs> oh man, that wasn't go. even HBO Max fault. Whoever that was, Mindy Kaling. That was no, I, all I can't Mindy blame Kaling. I can't blame her too much for. I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't think it was. I think it was all on her. I do think some people around HBO Max were like, "This is a great idea, guys," and I'm like, "That." Ugh, as long as those people, as long as those but people, writers and directed it though. But she also got the green light from executives and higher ups. So as long she as she those... did get a green light, but I don't think that the I think what she they got the green light was the introduction of Velma. I don't think she got went to death of of how you know the 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 script would truly be. You know what I mean? I think they just because Mindy Kaling has done great shows. It's done great a lot shows. of great shows. She's a great writer. She's a fantastic writer. I, I, I yeah, with I just, Velma, that was absolute <laughs> shit. As long as those creative executives are not touching my Harry Potter, we're good. We're good. I'll have faith in that. I'll have faith. I'll have faith yeah. in that. I just don't want to see Harry Potter like, oh my god, he's going, he's going through like drug abuse or something. And it's just like, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want something like that. You know, I don't, I don't want to see Harry Potter mixed with euphoria. That's my beef. Right. I don't want to, I don't want to see Hermione be like, do I have consent to hug you, Harry? Like that's your home. Just hug him. 
Yeah, I, I don't want to see it. Consent is important. Consent is important. We're not it's saying it's not, but like when it's your friend, your friend only asks you to hug them. You know what I'm saying? I'm just Please saying, don't do too it, much. Don't make it. Don't make it like. Yeah, I don't want to see like. Yeah. Anyway, on the point, I don't want to see Euphoria and me Harry Potter because I don't no one wants to see that. But you no, know, I will give it a chance. Not. With you, I'll also, give it a chance. What movie? Uh, the Mummy. Oh no! I was the Mummy, dude. The I Mummy, dude. The I fucking Mummy. And I right now oh, check because I said be- bits and pieces. I was like, this is gonna I be don't... bad. And, uh, I'm just. <laughs> I, you I, saw. I, no, I remember. I remember seeing the trailer with you. When, when, when I think I went back in Chicago, when I went visit you guys a while ago, and the trailer had us laughing because you remember Tom Cruise goes, "Oh my god!" in the plane, and we started laughing so hard. <laughs> and it wasn't meant to be funny. And it wasn't meant to be funny, and we were like, "Wow, really? dude, this looks, yeah, dude, he goes, like, he's in the plane." And he goes, and he goes, "Oh," and like a really weird, a really weird scream. I think it was you, me, TJ, someone else, and we were just cracking up. I think Sebastian was there too. They were just cracking up laughing because we we're like, "What the hell was that?" We were like, "What on earth was that?" Like, are you kidding me? And I, I had faith, and you were like, oh, "No, I'm, I'm no. out." Oh no! Oh no! What was happened? Happened? Oh, what happened? Fuck! What happened? I'm, I was looking on my phone, searching up stuff. Uh, White men can't jump is being remade. I know, remade. dude. I know Jack Harlow, who I who I who I like as a, as a I rapper. love Jack Harlow, but I know, no, no, I that know, dude. doesn't need to be remade. I know, dude. Great. It's getting Hulu too. It's not, even getting a, it's not getting a theatrical release. It's getting a Hulu release only. Oh fuck me, dude. Dude, I know. Dude, White Man Can't Jump, dude. That first one's a classic, dude. Wesley and Woody are perfect in that movie, dude. Wesley dude, and Woody they, are perfect. They, uh, fuck. Dude, and I don't... Yeah. Another <laughs> another film that looks... But it looks good, though. That is having a remake is The Little Mermaid. I can give him faith on that. I don't like oh, Disney, yeah, dude. but they've been doing pretty decently well with their live actions. Besides Cruella, I heard you said you didn't like that. Or was it good? No, no, no. I love Cruella. I thought Cruella was the, you one love the best Cruella? ones. I love I've, Cruella, I've heard, And then I've heard mixed reviews about it. Oh, I loved it, dude. I thought Cruella was one of the best. Dude, actually, I own that movie on 4K and vinyl. I still, need, I still need to see that. Dude, it's Emma Stone kills it, dude. Emma Stone, Emma Stone kills is it. such a great actress, man. She kills I, I, you it. You want to know what dude. film I recently watched again? Yeah, which I, I fucking love, and I feel like not enough people talk about the help. That yeah, dude, help. She's really. I I think people have an issue with that movie now because like Viola Davis came out saying that I should she regrets doing that movie. Which I, I can see her point. I think a movie came at a time where it was like the you know quote unquote white savior movie. Like people were like, oh, one of those movies again. But but to be fair, that movie also got Tavia Spencer a Best Actress award in the Oscars. This movie got like this movie. Put, yeah, this movie I don't think I don't think it was supposed to be a right a white savior. I can see where they're talking about the white savior, which is at the end when the maids are thinking Emma Stone's character, but like Viola Davis's character fully carried that show. Oh, and, dude, Viola Davis is a, is a I mean, phenomenal movie. actress. 
her character, she was, she carries it, but also her character as well. I felt like her character had more pull. So I didn't Dude, really. <laughs> the, the best line in that movie still is, eat my shit. My shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and that and, and that one of the best that one of the best best actress at the Oscars. So good on you, Octavia Spencer. You deserve you deserved it, man. You were she you does. were so good. She, that 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 scary. line that that delivery alone wins all the awards. If you ask me, yeah. <laughs> oh Anyways, my god. Uh, oh god, they're doing another Peter Pan. Yeah, dude. Uh, Peter Pan again. Yeah, Disney Plus original. They don't believe in that movie, so it's probably going right to Disney Plus. So it's it's just. I get look. look I heard Pinocchio was awful. I heard Pinocchio remake was awful. Oh yeah, I, I, I love Tom, Tom Hanks, and that looked long, by the way. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, that was doing like, oh, unnecessarily long. Tom yeah, Hanks, I, man, he's been it's been a hit or miss for him. He still does great work in any film yeah. he does. It's just that uh, all the films he's been choosing to act in have been great. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm trying. I'm, I'm. I am concerned about. I don't know. I just a white, the white man can't jump. I'm like, why, guys? Why? So, what were? We, no, what, what was the point of it? We're rambling at this point. We no, need to no, back we, no, on we're, topic. We're, 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 we're talking, talking about, about it, but we're 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 talking about the film. We're not talking about like the objective of what we're trying to talk about. You no, know what I'm saying? It was, about re- it was about reboots. It was just. I think we're kind of like. We're at a point now with reboots. There's so many get reboots and remakes, and I do feel like there have been really good remakes. Um, and there's something yeah. that has never took off, man. There's, you know, I mean, I can think of the past couple of years, like Power Rangers, dude, 2017 Power Rangers. That movie did not do well. That movie I rewatched huge. it. I didn't hate. I think it's good. Ca- I think it's good casting. I think it's think- good casting. I just think the way they, I think the enemy, poor writing, and the yeah, I think it was poor writing. Because they're still trying to do the whole, the whole like high schoolers type of hero thing. In reality, yeah. it's just like God, this is cheesy. <laughs> you yeah, know what I, mean? I love the way it, that they gave them the powers. I wasn't the biggest fan of what's his name. What's the robot's name? How could I? Oh, Bill Hader. Not Bill Hader. The 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 his character though. What was, yeah, the, oh, the other, what's his name? The, the robot's name? Alpha 5. Alpha, Alpha 5. Alpha 5. I didn't like the, I, did, I don't think I liked the, the, uh, the lines for him. But and that was random, too. And that was, yeah. I got, we love Bill Hader, but we're like, huh? and, then, and, and then Brian Cranston was uh, the Zordon. Well, Brian Cranston did fantastic. I, yeah, I think I, it was. It was. It, it was very, I think they it was just very... made him look weird. I, I was like, they could have just yeah. kept the original concept of, of, of him. Zordon, yeah. Zordon, yeah. Zordon, yeah. I, I remember seeing that in college. I was screening with some friends at the time, and I was just like, yeah. And I was like, this wasn't, it wasn't for, it wasn't for me. I think it, it looked cool. Yeah. It looked cool, but I just feel like there was the, the writing could have been way better. I just feel like they could have, they could have took their time with that movie. I felt, I felt very rushed. And I felt like just it wasn't made by someone who was a fan of the movie. It felt like more of like, okay, you're hired to this movie. Just do it. Where was the love? Where was like, you know, I get, and you hear people yeah. like, oh, I'm so, I'm so passionate about this franchise. I'm so passionate about this, this story. You know, I'm so passionate about this movie, blah, 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 whatever. You can see that. Or like, oh, I'm remaking this movie. because I'm so passionate about it, whatever. 
that to me, that Power Rangers is kind of just like, and even Ninja Turtle too, the remakes too, were just like they were made by guys who weren't fans of the of the original cons of the original series or original movies. They were kind of like, yeah, we're, we're hired to this movie, we're gonna do it. But I'm like, were you a fan of this movie, uh, the original ones? No. So I'm like, the ooh, like. You know, Andy Machete who did it. He was a big fan of the book. He like he he like he worshipped the book. Great choice. And I do feel like when you do you an IP, know, and one, someone I'm excited for to remake a movie is uh, Henry Cavill because he is a gigantic Warhammer nerd. And turns oh, yeah, out, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger did a movie back in the day for Warhammer, and I didn't, oh, I didn't know, know that. Well. I, I saw know pictures, that. <laughs> and so I was like, "Okay, I gotta look this up. I gotta watch it. It's probably not keeping faithful to the movie, uh, to the books, and everything." But Henry Cavill was a giant Warhammer nerd. He talks about it. he talks about doing the little sculptures and paying them and playing the games, yeah. and you know, he he really does love it. And I've looked up a lore of Warhammer. I do when I definitely have money too. I definitely will buy books for it because it's it is an interesting. It, it, because there's two Warhammer worlds. There's Warhammer 40k, and then there's Warhammer. Then there's just Warhammer, which is like yeah. magic and and like you know stuff like that. Where it, it Warhammer 40k is the one Henry Cavill likes with like Space Marines. That one's more futuristic, and then just the Warhammer before the other one. My friends really like, which is like you know like priests. It's I can't say priests. It's more. <laughs> It's more like villages and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the world, uh, uh, you know, creatures are terrorizing the world. So, you know, there's heroes who have swords, shields. There are guns, but not like automatic gun. Well, no, there is an automatic gun. Dwarves and everything, like more like, more like Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's that one. Uh, where Henry Cavill likes 4K with futuristic, you know, space marines and you know, just a, like robots and everything like that, which I had grown an interest in. So I definitely want to buy the books and get more interested in them as well. Uh, there's going to be a game coming out for the Xbox eventually, I believe. So hopefully I can get that as well. Uh, but it does seem like an interesting world. So to see a gigantic nerd be able to make it and like take charge of it i'm very much interested in that as well so that one is gonna count as a remake and i think that one will come out as good because he does have huge love for it for the yeah for the for the series and everything yeah if you have a love for it, i mean also again i wanted to i forgot to mention was was creed dude ryan coogler would love rocky baboa so much he loves that franchise so much and, that, and that's why he wanted to do creed because he loves the characters he loves stallone he loved rocky so he wanted to do a movie he wanted to reboot the franchise with you know with the with the new voice and a new character, a character from a legacy character from before. So I do feel like, yeah, if when Henry Cavill was passionate about you know his new project, and I think back to it with Ryan Coogler, he was so passionate about Creed that that you know Stallone gave him a chance, so you gave him a chance, and he, you know he made a great fran made a great reboot and a great franchise out of a other franchise. So you're right when it's done right by people that that, that love the material. It really does wonders. It's like, wow, you, you can sell how much passion they put into it, how much love they put into it, because, you know, if they can't do it. I mean, this isn't a reboot, 
any of my favorite movies of all time is Blade Runner 2049. That, that's a sequel. But Denis Villeneuve said at first, he goes, hell no, because I love Blade Runner too much. One of my favorite movies inspired me to be a filmmaker. I will never touch that sequel. And then he thought about it. He goes, you know what? Uh, Blade Runner 2049. Like how he, oh, yeah. he, he said, like, he said, like, he, he was offered to do the first, he offered to do it at first. He goes, hell no. He goes, I love the first Blade Runner, Blade Runner, Blade Runner so much. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And then he, he's, then he was like, you know what? Only I can do this because someone else that doesn't mean they're gonna fuck it up. His, his exact words too. He goes, "You know what? If I don't do it, someone else will. And they're gonna fuck it up." So I, I had to do it. And unfortunately, that movie did not do well. And again, breaks my heart. I love that movie so much. But it just it when it's when it's done by a creator, an artist that really loves the material or really loves what the with the lore, you know, the world, the the pre existing world, the IP of it all. It really shows on screen that wow, this person really does took the time and care and effort to make this a really good reboot, sequel, whatever uh, remake. Because with it's it's really done with love, and that's why I'm I'm I'm, opt- I'm optimistic about this Harry Potter reboot. I'm optimistic about this Ninja Turtle reboot. I'm just I have I have faith. I have faith. I have faith. But as a fan, it's hard when you're, when you've been burned before about the same IP when it's not done correctly. It's just, I don't know, man, it just, it makes me upset. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see. And I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I like being proven wrong. I like being proven wrong about movies and shows. I remember, I remember you and I talking about Spider-Man homecoming for a while before it came out. We were like, fuck this movie. We were like, Nope, hell no, hell no. This is going to flop. This is going to be terrible. And later I was like, I better shut my mouth. I'm, I'm eating. I'm eating we my words. Did. No, we really <laughs> We're did. Shut words. the fuck out. We really <laughs> did. Tom Holland. <laughs> we were like, "Fuck Tom Holland, dude. Fuck this kid, man. He's gonna, he's gonna ruin Spider Man for us." We're like, "No, man. Who was doing this? Oh no, no. Oh, what?" Ember. Next year later, we're like, "Shut the fuck up. We were wrong. We were proven. We were proven wrong." <laughs> and she's like, "What? I, I'll take it. I was proven wrong. I'll take it because you know what? That's that's." Was fair is fair, my friend. Yeah, and then Tom Holland made probably one of the best trilogies of all time with, with Spider-Man with Homecoming and uh, Far From Home with No Way Home. So I'm still I'm still eating our I'm still eating our words. How many years later? <laughs> oh man, uh, oh reboots, 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 reboots. It was fun. There was a show on Hulu called Reboot, and they were, they were making fun of reboots. And that <laughs> same show, that, that same show got canceled, even though everyone loved it. It was with Johnny Knoxville, Keegan Michael Key. Um, oh, what's uh, what's her name? Uh, Judy Greer. Uh, yeah, Judy Greer's name. Yeah. Um, and it was really funny. It was really funny. And then Hulu goes, "Now we can't cancel it now." But I'm like, "Wow, this this sh- this show was too real for you guys." So like, this show was calling out you guys doing re- was rebooting stuff. And guess what? You guys canceled it. I'm like, "Well, that's yeah, who, that sucks." Yeah, it was King of Michael Key, Giant Knoxville, Judy Greer, Paul Reiser. Yeah, I remember this. It was really good. I thought it was a really funny show. This isn't my one-on-one of the week. I'm recommending the show because we're on talking about re- talking about reboots this, this week. Um, and it, again, it was again, it was fun seeing Dwayne Knoxville as an act. You know, him doing non-jackass stuff. Um, so it was he's having fun with it. But hey, I thought it was a really good show. And again, they canceled it. And I was like, wow, this show really called out Hollywood for its reboots. And they said, nope, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> so it's unfortunate, but hey, you know that's the business, right? So yeah, <laughs> sucks to suck, right? <laughs> um, yeah, man. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, so I think speaking of one on ones, you want to tell the audience what our one on ones are? All right. Yes, I will explain it. 
Um, so our one-on-ones are when each of us, and if we have a guest, will go and say one show and one movie that we think is underrated, underappreciated, or just did lackluster within, within uh, with, not lackluster, but did not do well in the box office. So, uh, you know, uh, we just want to recommend to you guys so you guys can, you know, put it on your list at least so that, you know, within like whenever just randomly you get the 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 time or the energy, you know, just to try to see the film or shows you can. Uh, hopefully, at least put on the list. It took this motherfucker like ten, not even ten years, probably like seven years to watch fucking uh, <laughs> Place Beyond the Pines. So yeah, uh, be a while. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, no shame in that. <laughs> it took me a while. It took me quite a I while. Rem- I, I recommended it to him several times a year. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't forget. I didn't forget. I made you proud finally. <laughs> finally. Disappointed me for a couple of years. <laughs> now you're like, you're like, come on, man. You're letting me down, Doug. Did you go down? first or did I go first last? I think. No, you go first again. Yeah, I don't mind. Okay. Uh, for my show, I'm going to recommend a Korean show. It's 10 episodes long. It's on Netflix. So, you know, it, I think it's like an hour episode, at least 45 minutes. It's uh, called Juvenile Justice. It's a Korean show based in Korea. And they're talking about their justice system for uh, young offenders. Because in Korea, they don't like... They don't... I think... Uh, uh, I th- so for young offenders, uh, they don't send them to prison, nor do they try them as adults. Um, uh, so you know the 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 laws are very different for them. So you know, uh, young offenders, you know, they could still have a life. They could still have, you know. So once they're done with juvie or everything, you know. They, their, what is it? Their probation officer is basically their, their judges as well. So the judges will see them, talk to them, you know, be there for them, help them out after they got out, juvenile everything. So juvenile justice is following uh, a, a, um, a judge who does not like, uh, you know, young criminals who are on trial, and so she, uh, she has. Uh, the the reputation to always give young offenders a max sentence, which is like twenty years, uh, I believe. Um, and so you know, you you see her go into being a, a a judge and you know dealing with these juveniles, different cases, different kids, different perspective, and how she decides to to do everything, and you know fully give out the the rightful justice you know caring about the juveniles and the victims and everything so yeah i think it's a great show like i said earlier uh asian asian uh countries have been doing really well with shows and and movies they do so fantastic they're very they're very uh 
really well written and overall just fantastic. So Juvenile Justice, fantastic show. Uh, and for movie, it, it's it it's also on Netflix. Uh, I it's done okay because it has like a sixty. It's it, it, it you know it. it, it you know, Ryan Reynolds, a lot of people like his stuff. I feel like they just, it's true. It hasn't fully gotten its true appreciation, uh, which is the Adam project. So really? fantastic movie. It, it does. It did well, but I, I feel like more people need to see it. So it's a comedy action and sci-fi movie, uh, about a, uh, fire pilot who, uh, travels back in time and teams uh, teams up with his twelve year old self uh, to uh, fulfill a mission and to save the future. Um, Ryan Reynolds badass and hilarious all the time. And then I forget this kid's name because again, real bad with names. <laughs> it takes me a while. Like it took me a while to learn my girlfriend's name. Uh, <laughs> um, he does real well uh, just playing a younger Ryan Reynolds because he's very sarcastic, very this witty, and just, just yeah, it's it's a great. He he does really well playing Ryan Reynolds. And you probably seen him in the commercials for the mac and cheese commercials, <laughs> the, the the videos are just like where it's just like why is it, why is he saying the lines and then Ryan Reynolds appears. Yeah, that's that's my. He's playing the younger me, and just yeah. Anyways, <laughs> it's he's it's overall just real funny, real great, great cast, great great written, filmed fantastic. So, uh, yeah, definitely check out the Am Project and, and Juvenile Justice, both really great. Yeah, Am Project. That makes me excited because you know uh, Sean Levy, who did who did that movie, also the Free Guy is going to do Deadpool three, so he knows how to work with Ryan Reynolds. Very well, so that makes me excited. That yes, um, I, I, yeah, I'm trying to think. It's mine. I have my my list, my my list right here actually. Uh, so my ones ones of the week, one and ones of the week are gonna be for my movie. I'm gonna do a recent movie, and I think I might get a little flack for this, but you know, it is what it is. Um, I'm doing actually a Michael Bay movie called Ambulance, which to me, I might that think it's probably his good. The trailers look really well. I I didn't see it, but. It this look great, dude. I thought this movie. I was. I had so much fun with this movie. Again, I love. I love Bad Boys. Big part of my childhood. I like all those movies too. Some of those other movies too. Like I love Pain and Gain. But dude, Ambulance is actually Michael Bay's like first quote unquote fresh movie on Rotten Tomatoes as a filmmaker. <laughs> and I was like, wow, got Jake Gyllenhaal's gonna do a movie. And I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal does a lot of like like really kind of like. Worked with you know decent directors, and I was like, wow! So you Jake John doing the movie, got Yaya Abdul Mantine the second, who was a phenomenal actor, one of my new favorites, who's done so many good things in the past couple of years, whether it was Candyman, um, uh, he's not, he was also an Aquaman, he was a villain, he was a villain in Aquaman, just a phenomenal, phenomenal actor. Um, I didn't like him, his Matrix was kind of kind of whack, but I thought he was good as quote unquote the new Morpheus and that, but that wasn't his fault, it was more of like a production thing, but he was. Yeah, he, he was good in uh, the Trial of Chicago Seven. He's a great, great actor. He was great in Watchmen. Um, uh, so he was fan of these two actors. I'm like, all right, Michael Bay's doing it. All right, and then, like, oh, it was a two and a half hour just like Michael Bay fest. And I said, oh, all right. I was like, whatever. So, I, so Nick and I saw it on a, on a random one day. One day after it came out, and the movie did not do well at all. Like, I mean, it got good reviews, but no one saw it in theaters. And I remember Nick and I were like, "Yo, man, this movie's fucking fun." 
Like we had so much fun. It's two and a half hours, but the pacing goes by fast. Like it goes by fast. And for our listeners, it's about these two brothers who are uh, just you know both one is an ex marine, other one is a professional bank robber. Uh, the ex marine brother played by Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. He uh, uh, his wife needs surgery, and you know it's sad because you know as a veteran he. He, uh, as a veteran, he can't get the money to like he the VA is not giving him the money to help his wife get get the, the surgery, and he's kind of like I, I don't I don't want us to do this. Set in LA, present day, and he no matter what he's doing, he can't he can't get the jobs he's working. The the VA don't give him the shirt his, his insurance to help his wife get the surgery, or now she's gonna she's gonna pass away. And he goes to his brother, who's a professional bank robber, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And he goes, hey man, you want, you want you want this money? Be part of my next jump, my, my next deal. And he and he goes, and his brother goes, I can't do it, man. I I am a I'm a veteran. I, I I can't get involved with this. I have a family, I have a baby. My wife's dying. I can't do this. And then Jake Jones, listen, man, this this country doesn't care about you. You either do this with us, or you'll never get the money ever. And he convinces his brother to do this crime. The crime goes south, and they hijack this ambulance with uh with a with a, a medic trying to revive a cop who was brutally shot. And they 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 again they hijack this ambulance and it's a huge chase throughout L.A. The, co- the cops, SWAT, FBI, CIA, the Men in Black, <laughs> like A Team, like everyone you can imagine is oh um uh some gang members are after are after them too like everyone's after them in this stolen ambulance and they're not stopping until they the cops are called off but it's just this wild very thrilling movie and. Michael Bay does a great job of capturing uh, L.A., but also capturing the, the bond between Jake Gyllenhaal and Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Like, it's a great, it's a great sto- story about these two brothers who are just who are so opposite, but you know, and they, they are brothers, and they just want to get out of this alive no matter what. And it's a really fun movie. It came out again. It came out twenty twenty two. I think it's on Am- I think it's on Amazon Prime to watch. It's so much fun, and I feel like it just no one saw it, and I think it's one of Michael Bay's. If not best movie in my personal opinion, and it was just a great movie. I I own it on 4K. It's just a super super fun movie. It's kind of again Michael Bay explosions, explosions, explosions. But this isn't Transformers. This isn't you know the one he did with Ryan Reynolds, what, Underground Six, whatever. It just this this was, this was a good action movie with a lot of heart and like good performances. That's my movie of the week, and for my show. Season three dropped today on Hulu. I'm gonna do a little Dicky show called Dave. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not the. I wasn't the biggest little Dicky fan growing up. Uh, I think he's kind of corny, but he's kind of funny. And then when Freaky Friday came out, I'm like, oh my god, this is hilarious. I mean, it was it was clever. It was funny. Um, so I remember I was in London and I remember I was talking to Joel actually. Oh wow, Kevin Hart's gonna produce a little Dicky show on FX. And I'm like, all right, well, I like I like, I like FX. You know, they've done stuff like. Atlanta, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, American Crime Story, and I'm like, I, 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 can, I can get behind this. And if you don't know what Dickie is, he's like, he's a rapper, so he's a Jewish rapper, and but he's like, he's funny. Not like Lonely Island rapping kind of funny, he wants to be a legitimate rapper, but his lyrics are very, very funny, like very funny, and they're very absurd, he's, laugh, he's poking fun at himself in a lot of ways, kind of, it's kind of his insecurities as a, as a person. And the show was really funny. It's really it's getting yeah, Kevin Hart produced it. It's um it's, there's there's two seasons on Hulu right now. It's all, yeah, all on Hulu. Um, it's a very funny show. It's about him wanting to be a rapper, and you know again he's a corny white white rapper in L.A. trying to make it big, and he's very so he's so he's very quirky. He is very yeah. It's, it's semi autobiographical about his life, how he became a rapper, and how he blew up. 
Um, his best friend is in the show playing his best friend, Gata, who's his hype man in real life. They're their best friends in real life. Um, the good ensemble cast, a lot of unknown actors, a lot of young talent in the show. Like I said, Kevin Hart is the mate with the main producer on the show with little Dicky. Again, his name is Dave Bird in real life. So the show is called Dave. Um, and it's very, it's, it's very absurd. The whole, each episode is very absurd. It's raunchy, but there's a lot of heart to it. And at the end of the episode, there's a lot of heart to it. A lot of like, he's trying to make it big as a rapper. Like he like, he wants to make, wants to be the next big thing is in the rap game. So, um, very quirky, very, very nerdy. Uh, a lot of music that he makes on the show. Cause he's, he's an actual rapper in real life. So, uh, season three just dropped. I think today the first two on Hulu. Uh, one and two are out on Hulu right now. It's a funny show. It's it's weird. It's weird. It's very again quirky. But um, I'm more of a fan of him now. Watching the show, seeing his backstory, and kind of seeing like where he came from. Uh, so yeah, it's called Dave, uh, starring Lil Dicky, and I, worth the watch. So that's my that's my show of the week for my one on ones. Have you seen Dave, Joe? Yeah, uh, I didn't stick to it. Oh, did we lose him? Hello, can you hear me? I just didn't oh, sorry. stick to it. Oh, we didn't. We yeah, sorry. Dan, he didn't cut out. Uh, really? I think it gets better if you ask me. It gets <laughs> hello? better. Can you hear me? Hello? Can you, we can all you hear good? me? Yeah, hello? Yeah, I hello? can hear you. Right. Uh, am I cutting out still? Look, you're back. Sorry. You're back. You're back. All right, fantastic. I said I didn't stick to it. I watched it, but I didn't stick to it. It gets better. I, I, I think to me, I was kind of first. I was like, this is kind of weird, but it, it got better. It gets better. I feel like this season, what I'm seeing so far, the first two episodes is like pretty well produced and good and like a decent budget. And like they actually have a, a good budget for the show. So, I mean, it's no Atlanta. It don't get me no Atlanta like that show was, but it's funny and it makes me laugh here and there because again, I, I'm a fan of him. He's very charming in his very weird, quirky ways, but. I like and it for also, what it is. His, and he's also a really good rap because if you don't truly really listen to his lyrics, he, he, he raps he really well. Rap. You know, for a nerdy white rapper, he can rap. <laughs> he can rap really well. Like if you've ever heard freestyles, like he'll he'll blow you out the water when you can understand his uh his references and his idioms and everything. Yeah, that's funny. He was part of the He's really XL. intelligent. He's part of the double XL class 2016 with like oh, 21 man, Savage. Was... Denzel Curry was that year. Um, oh, yeah. But and I, he I, held I his own. He, 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 he held did. his own. He, but, but he also, kept that shit good. He was paired with like, he, but he was paired with Designer, which I don't know why. Oh, and he was God. Paired, yeah. Well, and he was bad. paired with. He was paired with Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack is a good you know, musician, but I don't think that was like the right trio to pair them with. And it was right. designer Anderson and then Lil Dicky. I'm like, wow, go for Lil Dicky. And like I said, he held his own, man. He was probably the best out of all three of them. I said, wow, look at Lil Dicky. He was actually. the best out of all three. <laughs> I was like, well, not saying much, but I was just like, wow, good, good for Lil Dicky for holding his own and like kind of outshining both designer and Anderson Pac, Anderson Pac. So, hey, you know, good on him. So again, he he was he held his own in that class. So. It wasn't yeah. the best class that year, but you know, guess what? He he held his own. So I I like that. Sh- I like his show. Okay, I'm not. I like to say if you watch the like Joseph, you watch his like rap uh, freestyles on like Sway in the Morning or whatever on YouTube. You're like, all right, this dude can actually rap. This dude can like really like get, keep a flow going and like keep a sh- can keep like good lyrics left and right. So I'll, I'll give him that. And his show was pretty funny. So I do recommend uh, his show for my one on ones of the week. All right. My friend, you want to close those out? This time you can. 
Oh man, you're too kind, my friend. You're too kind. <laughs> giving, giving me the honor and opening closing, man, man. You have such yes, faith sir. in me, Joe. That's so kind. Uh, um, as always, guys. Not make me regret it. <laughs> uh, I'll make you proud, my friend. I always do. Um, yes, sir. As always, everybody, thank you for listening. This episode number 13 of the Genre of Your Life podcast. You know, we appreciate your support. We know we're 13 episodes in. We're having so much fun every week. Uh, we want to get more guests on the show throughout the you know, next few episodes. So if you want to be on the show, DM us on Instagram at Maybe We Have New Productions. My personal page is The Young Jones on Instagram. But also, again, you can DM me on both on Instagram. You can DM me on TikTok. Uh, yeah, message us on, on our website at midwayavenueproductions.com. Um, like I said, I also put out a bonus episode last night, kind of like explaining what the show is. Uh, my backstory, how I met Joel, how I met Nick, how I met Moses. It's, it's a quick backstory of the, the origin story of the show uh, that you listen to right now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. Um, seriously, thank you guys so much for listening. It means the world to us. Like I said, we're just three movers. Movie nerds, movie buffs. I love talking about movies and TV, what we're watching. You know, Joel's my movie brother for life. You know, again, when we were seeing movies in high school, it was always him and I because we 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 just love immersed being immersed in the storytelling and the movie. Even the movie was bad. It was the the experience of going to the movies with my best friend. You know, seeing movies with Nick and Moses when they're on. It's like seeing them with them is just like it's exciting. It's why we love movies. It's why we love storytelling. Why we love things that make us feel larger than life. And this is what the show wants. So it's what I want the show to like, kind of like promote. Is like, you know, movies can make you feel larger in life. You know, it can, it can help you out during, you know, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling happy, when you feel in the middle. And that's the that's the beauty of movies and TV and entertainment because they can like put a smile on your face when you're having a bad day. So again, thank you so much for listening, Joe. Where can they find you? Uh, yes. So I, I have an Instagram now. You can find it in the link tree on our. On our, uh, on our, on our Instagram, our podcast Instagram, I haven't uploaded anything yet. Uh, if you don't feel like going to Linktree, uh, you can just look at the OG Cuban Rican. Uh, eventually, when I start streaming more, especially with like friends and everything, uh, I uh, I'll be playing my game uh, gamer clips up on there as well. Um, and then you can find me stream and I'll probably post a few personal things. Uh, and then you can find me streaming on twitch.tv slash the OG Cuban Rican as well. Uh, I haven't, uh, I haven't streamed within like the last week or two, uh, but I will get back to it to stream a few things for y'all soon. So keep a lookout. Yeah. And support your boy. Boy, your boy, man. I don't know. We we plan on doing a stream hopefully this week. We're gonna play a game. Oh, yes. I, we're gonna, probably we're gonna tomorrow. Figure... Are you free tomorrow? I should be free tomorrow. If not, I can do a Saturday during the day before I go over to my family. Yes. Uh, so, but definitely, we want to stream that together. This episode will probably come out on Friday. So, it, tonight or tonight? Saturday night, Saturday. <laughs> we will be playing, uh, was it uh, a way out? us too yep. uh-huh. uh i'll be streaming it from the og cuban Rican, so definitely come check us out we'll, we'll be talking about the video game and also you know not being like reviewers for the video game but we'll we'll t- probably talk about the video game as we play it and we'll also just probably ramble on about other shit so if you do enjoy us talking Always. about <laughs> shit and want to hear us talk about like be very more personal with each other and like other just random shit uh definitely come and join the stream give your boy some love uh share it with your friends you know get me to be a, a stream partner for twitch so i can make some money <laughs> so yeah <laughs>
No, yes. it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And like like Joel said, if you guys can again subscribe to his Twitch, but also subscribe to us on your favorite podcast. You know, again, like, leave us a review, leave us a rating. It really helps the show out so much. You know, me it means well to us all week that like but having the ratings, having the reviews, like really means the world to us. And you by you guys leaving a review, leaving a rating, follow hitting the follow button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon helps us so much. And thank you so much for your support. Hope you enjoyed episode 13 of the John River Life podcast, and we will see you next week. Have a good one, guys. Yes, hopefully see you soon. And again, subscribe because we do see y'all. We see the numbers. We see y'all listening. Fucking <laughs> subscribe. You love us I already. It. I seen it. So commit. It. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You love us. So commit to us. Okay. Okay. It's not that hard. It's not life commitment. It's just a commitment. The list. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Bye. Love y'all.